These are chili flavored quinoa chips. So for those who don't know, I eat like a combination of a hippie and a caveman. Yes. Um, I'm not a paleo diet. I'm a, um, if it sounds kitschy and healthy, I eat a diet. So uh, I haven't eaten anything unhealthy since August of 2016. August 2016. And so these are quinoa chips. Quinoa chips. That sounds just awful. What's that? Quinoa chips sound awful. They're actually really good. Fox Fox called it for DeSantis. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Finally. They finally did some basic back of the book math. And hey, guys. If every other vote that's left is for Gillum, DeSantis still is going to win. Yes. I think it's safe. So they went straight from white to solid red. Yes. They never, DeSantis never got the, 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 the respect of having it turn lean red. No. It, it leans, went, re, leans Republican. Yeah, that, that went straight from white to red, much like DeSantis and his freaking son, like me today. Yeah, like you in the sun. Yeah, like me in the sun. We're, Nothing in between. Just right, straight no, just from white, white to, to red. red. Right. Bright Matt's shirt and a face <laughs> red. Um, Georgia, uh, 76% of precincts in. Kemp up 53.6 to 45. So it's tightened a little bit, but he's still ahead pretty well. So, I again, I don't know how those races go, if that would be considered close. I don't know how that works. But That's I do know. 80% reporting. Who, who has 80% reporting? Uh, Google has 80% reporting on Georgia. How are you getting this on Google? When I go go to Google, Georgia election results. I get links to other stuff. I don't get anything actually from... What are you putting in? Georgia governor race. Georgia governor race. But this- I'm not... I'm not getting it. They still have not called it for Scott. But it is leaning red. Um, yeah, yeah, he at least got the dignity of leaning red. He, he Not DeSantis, right. who literally had to just... Lat- literally... Ladder, Clem, and Holly. He's up by about 10. Nine and a half. With oh, in, in, in Missouri? Yeah. So he's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to freaking win that He's going to win that. And then Matt Rosendale, my good buddy Matt Rosendale. No, Matt Rosendale. Yeah, looking. They're only at 24%. Man, it's my, how long does it take to count Montana's votes? Don't they have like 12 people? That's what I was going to say. Like, there's like 40,000 people in Montana. You could just do a, like a voice vote. Like. <laughs> Can we get a roll call? Um, <laughs> the Montana Dome. Put them all in the Montana Dome and right. see how they do. Oh, they just called it for Holly. So Republicans now have, yep, Republicans now have sufficient votes to control the Senate. Yep. So this is going to be a mixed Congress. This is going to be a mixed Congress. This is going to be a mixed, a mixed Congress. This is. Um, and McSally's still heading Arizona. Uh, Scott is still heading Florida. John James just not recovering from. No. 
John James is not going to be recovering from that one. Ah, uh, John James. Well, you try. Nevada, nobody, New Jersey, North Dakota. Yeah. Ted, Ted Cruz is now up by 3.1%. Right. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz got the win. Yeah, he's, he's the confirmed with 86% re- reporting. He is the confirmed, the confirmed winner. I just want Chris to point Renner. out that you and I have now gone on longer than Rush Limbaugh does by a good half hour. I think we produce a better quality, despite the constant screw-ups of Becky and Steven. Right. I think that we, um, I think we produce a better product than Rush Limbaugh, frankly. I would, I'll um, say that. Sure. I'll say it. Why not? Doesn't hurt to say it. Right. I mean, you know, opin- opinions don't really need to be proven. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Right. Prove me wrong that I think that. You don't know. Um, let's see comments here. Diana Hunter said, awfully delicious. I assume that means my quinoa chips. Thank you, right. Diana. I said that sounds awful, and she said awfully delicious. Awfully delicious, yeah. yeah. My, I, I don't just have, so I have quinoa chips, but uh, earlier I ate blackberries, strawberries, and two different type, types of uh, of grapes. Did you have salmon? It's, did I have I, No, I'm going to have that when we're done. Okay. My wife is not happy when I eat fish I, in front I'd of like, the camera with it. We, well, yeah, because you eat it like you're in prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> you eat fish like you're in prison. <laughs> no, you like anytime you have any sort of eating. I kind of like, hold it like this, yeah, and you, I'm like. Yeah, you're like protecting your food as though you're about to get shanked. You never know. <laughs> you know. Cold world. You're right. I don't know what goes on in your house. Like maybe you do get shanked <laughs> for your salmon. It's a cold world, man. My my Alaskan salmon is so good today. Oh, some well, good. Look, gonna... Have you you know Alaskan salmon's not cheap either. No, it's not. It's not. Now you know you can get Alaskan it salmon, cheap? but you can kind of get it cheap in Alaska. Well, yeah, if you're in Alaska, Alaskan salmon in the lower 48 is not exactly it's cheap. Not, no, it is not. But it is real good. Unless you're at lying Denny's. I'll talk about this. So I went to Denny's with my wife. My wife I went to Denny's with. And they said to me, they show me a menu as one would at a restaurant. And it says, <laughs> what's that? I was just, as one would at a restaurant. What's that? You're just like, they showed me a menu as, they would, as one would at a restaurant. Yeah, no, I mean, and they show me a menu. So they show me a menu. Yeah. Not sure why that was like why I had to do that as an aside, but they, these people they put a menu in my face, and on it it says wild Alaskan salmon meal with other stuff too for only nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, that's I not lost, Alaskan. I lost my freaking mind. And first of all, if you look at the picture, it is the lightest pink salmon I've ever seen in my life. It did not look like wild anything. I mean, wild Alaskan salmon is red like Matt's face right now. It's redder than Matt's face. That's it true. is as red is true. as Texas in this thing that I'm looking at. This projection of Ted Cruz winning. It is as red as beautiful Texas Ted Cruz. And so I said to the waitress, I said, this is false. Um, there's no way that this is wild Alaskan salmon. Wild Alaskan salmon costs anywhere from 15 to $30 a pound. There's no way that this is really happening. And she said, well, I'll ask my manager. And I said, well, please do that. 
And uh, she came back and said, yep, the manager said that that is definitely wild Alaskan salmon. And I said, I believe that your manager has been told that, but that's a lie. And I sent a lengthy email to Denny's corporate that morning, like three in the morning. And uh, I've never heard a response back. And I take that to mean that they know the jig is up when it comes to their, their wild Alaskan salmon. Because there's no way Denny's is serving them wild Alaskan salmon. Denny's. No, it's just not happening. It's Denny's. Nine ninety nine, and it was like it was as red as Florida was uh, prior to them calling it for DeSantos and not giving him the benefit of the lean's red. It was like well, I guess it was a little red. It was like a light, light, light pink. It wasn't. It was obviously farmed probably in Peru or some hellhole. And uh, it was a salmon that they caught in Alaska and then they tried to spawn. <laughs> it is the, it's the descendants <laughs> of what was an Alaskan salmon. I, it's, it's garbage. It really angered me. And I told them that that was a lie. And um, they were just like, Oh, ha ha. And I'm like, no, no, no. Ha ha. And so I didn't eat there. Um, my wife did, but I didn't eat there. My question uh, is. What's that? If it had been actual Alaskan salmon, would you have ordered it? It's a Denny's. Are you getting fish at a Denny's? I don't get anything at Denny's, but I, I definitely, no, I wouldn't have ordered it because it's Denny's. So, okay, but- you don't get anything at Denny's. So the fact that you didn't order it wasn't because it was Alaskan no, salmon. But I, right, but I angrily didn't order it. See, before I would have just been like, no, I don't want anything here because I can't, with my diet, I can't really eat most of what's on here. And so I can't do it. Um, but you know, Hey, I like, uh, I like some, you know, bacon and eggs as much as the next guy. Um, Denny's is all right with that. But, uh, yeah, when they, when they did the, uh, yeah, the, the Alaskan, so, so yes, you're right. I wouldn't have ordered in any way, but I was angry. And now they have a, now they have an enemy in Spike Cohen. So I don't know what to tell you. It could have just been to tell the truth. Just tell the truth, Denny. Just tell the truth. Denny. Um, just tell the damn truth. Just say that um, it was farm raised in Nebraska. Who is who has an arm raised in Nebraska? No, the, it was farm raised salmon in Nebraska. Oh, farm raised, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's I thought you were saying someone won in Nebraska and they got no, their no, arm raised no. <laughs> by submission. Um, Chris Reynolds says, "I like that diet. You should write a book." Um, thank you. I think I might. It's called "No One Else Is Going to Eat This Diet." Right. <laughs> Ever. Ever. I I question it sometimes myself. Um, let's see. With 98% reporting, still not calling it for Scott. I, interesting. And he's, I think everyone well, okay, is Okay, so he's that, only up by, he's not up by a point. He's up by less than a point. Who's that? Uh, Rick Scott. Yeah, he's up 0. 0.8. So right. they're waiting until there's only 0.8%. They're doing the same thing to him that they did to DeSantis. But you know what? I don't blame them because... Florida's such a mess Florida. with their right. Like, I want to wait until I wouldn't call it until they've been inaugurated, uh, in, until they've been sworn in. And like, okay, I call it this person's what they just got it sworn into, um, just because it's Florida. But so that looks like somewhat of a foregone conclusion. Arizona looking good, well, looking okay for McSally. Sixty percent reporting, forty nine two to forty eight five for McSally, the Republican. Over to what's up? Governor, I was going to say governor's race. Governor in Georgia, uh, 76%. 
Kemp 53-5, Abrams 45-5. In Maine, it's looking like... I'm actually... Like... Okay, so I'm not going to lie. Like, I... I woke up this morning very early. Very, very early. Especially for me. Right. When I messaged you this morning, that was actually me waking up. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. That was not me uh, getting ready to go to bed as that normally would be. Um, that was me waking up. Um, and uh, I remember thinking to myself, I wonder how all of this is going to play out. <laughs> I was very curious. Um, and I remember thinking, there's no way Stacey Abrams is going to win Georgia. And then I thought, but maybe. Oprah's out there stumping for her. Yeah. The fact that it's even this competitive is because all of like Hollywood saw this opportunity to get a you know, a, a black hardcore progressive Democrat to win in Georgia right. just because Kemp is a weak candidate, not necessarily because Stacey's an amazing candidate, but because Kemp is kind of a terrible candidate. Um, I would say terrible. He's, he's not a good, he hasn't been a good candidate. Um, he would not be Andrew Gilliam in Florida, put it that way. No. And um, although, you know what, I, why am I even saying that? Because freaking DeSantis is. Okay. So, so Andrew Gillum here in Florida. He's got uh, fraud charges against him. He's under FBI investigation. Uh, The crime in Tallahassee since he's been mayor has skyrocketed. Uh, Tallahassee is the most dangerous city in Florida, right? I mean, define dangerous. I think like murder rate. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Define dangerous. You're going to die there. Well, you're gonna die you could there. die from call. meth, and in that case, you're going to Pasco County, and you can just pick a city. Oh, okay. Which, some of your favorite water comes from there. Oh, is that where my, uh, Zephyr Hills? Zephyr Hills, yes. So your death is fertilizing the right. minerals of the, the water. Exactly. Um, That's funny. One second. 76% reporting, 8% for Kemp. No, I really have to hand it to the professionals at Pick a News Station who do this for eight hours. For eight hours. This is a tough one. This is hard. I think that this is the longest one we've ever done. What's the long one? What's the one that you did with the, um, with the black nationalist? Uh, t- uh, t- uh, Tamon t- Pearson. Tamon Pearson. And yeah. that was f- four hours? Was it? Is that four hours? It was four hours. We're, we're coming up on that. We're coming up on four hours? Yeah. But that was also a recorded, like, just me and him chatting, basically. Right. So it was a little more, it wasn't this, like, going around and, like, well, what's happening now? You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't as interactive. You guys weren't interacting. Um, we've had a lot of interaction tonight. We like, have had. Hey, you know who the real winner is tonight? Chris Reynolds. Yeah, Chris Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> General, in, in, a, in, a, in a broader brush fashion. I'd say that you're one, America. Yeah. Specifically, the viewers of this show. You guys won by uh, having this much time with me and Matt. That's true. That's true. Because normally, we do our show on Tuesday, and then we stop after about an hour and a half. And then he and I actually talk until about this time, sometimes later, (laughs) sometimes later. Uh, But today, 
you've got you get to see everything. You get to see us where we're running out of stuff to actually talk about. And uh you got to you actually got a show that had all three of the hosts that have ever been on Muddy yeah. Freedom for a little while. You guys got a good solid like eight, nine minutes, um ten minutes maybe sure. of all of the Muddied Waters Hosts, alumni. Pa- yeah, past and present. Past and present, including both co-founders. Right. And the the J- Jew. Right. And the Jew Which, who stole it the from Jew, the Muslim. And the Jew who took the show from the Muslim. <laughs> this is my show. I settled. Build a settlement on the show. That'll that'll play well. Um <laughs> That'll be a good joke for later. But um yeah, so that um yeah, that was a big deal. This has been a a, a big deal show. This has been a good show. It's been a it's big been deal. an elect apocalypse, if you will. <laughs> By the way, I think I really I just want to say I think I blew it out of the water with that with that promo graphic I made. Yeah, I just, um I actually got Alex Snicker, who is the uh the RLC guy, yeah. The RLC, yeah. executive director of the RLC. Uh I was talking with him, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that he was uh, he he saw the graphic and he was very happy. He asked who made it, so uh, I made it. Yeah, I know. I said, "Oh, Spike made that," and then he goes, "I don't know if I can trust a guy named Spike." And I said, "Well, that's not his real name." I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong, Alex. I mean, whether you're right is questionable. You're, <laughs> you're not wrong. Definitely not wrong. Um, but yeah, I'll make stuff for the RLC all day. I don't care. Yeah. If they want to, if they want to hire me to be their head of memeing, I don't give a damn. I know I'll have some Libertarian Party friends that are upset, but I don't vote. So. Right. I mean, I do. I do. Press, I'll make stuff for you guys too. I do mm-hmm. press releases for the RLC, so I don't. You know, whatever. I get it. I have made. Uh, uh, memes for the Michigan Republican Party. So there you go. Yeah. Some good stuff. I I would uh, say what was one was where the guy, someone on a milk carton said, we're looking for him. Please contact the Michigan Republican Party. If you can find this guy that was refusing to debate their candidate or whatever. Oh, uh, I and then, that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, and then good. another one was, um, Something with a rapper. I don't remember that one right now, but that was a good one. Um, R-A-P-P-R or W-R-A-P-P-R? No, R-A, yeah, like a rap, like rap music. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, McSally is uh, still holding on. Is she still holding on? Still holding on with about 0.6. No, 8. 8. 8. 0.8. My brain is shutting down at this point. I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're, you're... I mean, at this point, we really could. We could wrap pretty, up. We could we pretty much pretty call soon, it the the only thing that. So we know that the Democrats are going to win the House tonight. Pretty much, yeah. It's this is all but a foregone conclusion right. at this point. Uh, we know the Democrats are going to win the House. We know that the Republicans are going to keep the Senate. The question, the only question is, are they going to have fifty three or fifty two? Cause man, I'm giving it to Scott, and I'm giving that to Scott. I don't care what. I I think I think that Scott is gonna. Yeah. 
I'm giving that. To I Scott. think Scott's going to win that. I think Scott's going to win that. And and I just let's just take a minute, America, if you will. Ron DeSantis beat Andrew Gillum. Yes. Which maybe doesn't sound as crazy in Florida as it does in the rest of the country. Because in the rest of the country, we've been told, guys, that Ron DeSantis is a literal Nazi. Yep. White supremacist leader. Yep. Who was so epically destroyed in his debate with Andrew Gillum that it's questionable whether he'll even show up to vote for himself. I hadn't heard that one. I had made that up just now, but oh. the, the, <laughs> I, but that, that's what that, the, the, I, a little bit of hyperbole, but I, the takeaway was that Gillum was basically the next Obama and that, you know, we were witnessing the beginning of the rise of the vaunted Andrew Gillum. Same thing with Stacey Abrams in, in Georgia. Right. Um, and again, and I operate in mostly right of center circles. So I was getting a lot of, celebration on the left side and a lot of defensiveness on the right side, which typically when one side's super happy and the other side's like, Oh, you don't know what's going to happen. It's usually that the side that's all super happy is going to win. So for them to lose, I think Georgia, anyone reasonably could conclude that Abrams is, was going to lose Georgia for DeSantis to beat Gillum in Florida Anyone could reasonably look at this as a mixed bag today. The Democrats got the House, but the Republicans gained seats in the Senate. Uh, looks like Democrats are winning uh, in the uh, are going to win some gubernatorial seats, but um, or at least that's what it's looking like. But at the same time, Republicans uh, are still holding their own. They're still going to have the majority of of governor, gubernatorial seats, and also like the the big stars that everyone was vaunting uh, as the future of the party uh, lost. I would still call that a mixed bag. Maybe you could say the Republicans overall did a little bit. They definitely did better than expected. So I guess you could call that a win, quote unquote, for them. See, but did they do? I don't know if they did better than actually expected. So polling would say would would agree with you, but polling in 2016 kind of proves the other way. Like, right. So I gave no faith to the polling that the Republicans were just going to get slaughtered. Um, and they were talking that the Republicans were going to lose the house and the Republicans were going to lose the Senate. And it it was, it, it was just this unbelievable, uh, it was just going to be this unbelievable, uh, blue wave. And all right, I'll give you that. You got a good, uh, lap pool going on a blue lap pool. Like it was more than a ripple. Yeah, it was more than a ripple, but blue wave. I, I, I can't give you blue wave. It was not a blue wave, and I think a lot of them are going to see it as a loss because they were fully expecting that America was so horrified by what Donald Trump was doing that they that they would just unite together. You're going to hear a lot of you're going to hear a lot of people who were hopeful 24 hours ago who are now saying things like, "What do you expect from the nation of slavery and and you know segregation and whatever?" You're going to get a lot of like you know uh, white America hates you know, hate, you know, white cis head America hates others. And, you know, this is a slide to Nazism. They're going to overreact, I guess is the best way to say they're going to overreact. What is essentially a mixed bag election where Democrats did okay in some places, Republicans did okay in some places. Um, This was a mixed bag. This was a Donald Trump's not popular, but the economy is doing well. And 
he's actually more popular than the polling shows because it's not seen as cool for him to for someone to for people to like him. It's not seen as like hip and chic to like him. So a lot of people pretend they don't, and some more there's a good number of people that do and pretend that they don't. Um, but like I said, this is basically a mixed bag election. I don't think anyone could say like, oh, we won. Um, there will certainly be politicians claiming we won. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people on the left. I think the right is going to be mostly happy with today, no? I would think that they'd have to be pretty happy with it. The people that I think are going to be the most upset about today are the people on the left. Because typically, historically, whenever you get lo- uh, high numbers of voter turnout, it goes Democrat, which it did for the right. House, but it didn't anywhere else. Right. Like, kind of gubernatorial, but not so much that it was like, oh, the blue wave that they were kind of pushing. Um, and they, the people on the left are going to say that there was some sort of voter fraud going on. They're going to say that there was some sort of Russian like, influence, Russian influence yeah. something, you know, those sorts of things. Like, right. I think that we're going to see that again about this election, even though everything, if you and I called it, like, I was off by seven, you were off by three. It's kind of what it looks like it's going to turn out to be. Are we talking about it in the house? In the house. Okay. So, I mean, if you and I are able to call it th- that accurately, because all we do is sit here and make fun of either side. Right. Like, so, I mean, if we were able to call it, if we were able to call it that accurately, then anybody that was looking at it logically would, should have been able to see. That's what I'm saying. Right. Because here's the thing. We even, I mean, you you have the one Republican that you were hoping would win because you were working in his campaign, obviously. But I, I, I think that there was a heavy amount of, oh, I mean, I had people that are like, no, the Republicans are going to gain seats in the House. And I'm like, buddy, this is not what, you, you are not, you do not have many social circles outside of, you know, the Trump right, if you're saying stuff like that. Right. It's definitely not that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it and there were moments that I that I considered it. There were moments, especially today when I was looking at the uh, voting in Pinellas County. You were getting heat exhaustion? Right, yeah, exactly. A heat stroke. <laughs> um, almost passing out at one point. Uh, but, um, like, there were, there were times that I was kind of considering it. But then, after hydrating uh, and getting into shade, I was able to kind of think about it a little bit more and go, no, look, this... Well, granted, Florida is sort of a bellwether, which that's got to scare the crap out of people that we just had the Republicans win, except that not in the House. Uh, they right. just won the Senate and the uh, governor, but they lost big in the House. That, and Chris Reynolds made a good point because, you know, he's one of the real ones today. Uh, Chris is a real one. Today. Yeah, Chris, Chris is, is a real certified one. Certified real one. And he said that if Dems took both the House and Senate, I bet on a Republican press in 2020. Now, though, anything can happen. And that is actually pretty correct because, with the, especially in Florida, you had governor and Senate go Republican, but the House went uh, Democrat. Yeah. So, well, and let's, so talking real quick about why the House went Democrat. Besides just the fact that typically the opposition party wins roughly 30 seats, I think it is, in, in, a, in, a, in a midterm when they're out of power, especially when they're out of power across the board. Man, I'm going to stop doing that at some point. Um, when that, besides that, you also had the fact that uh, Pennsylvania uh, redistricted 
the 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 uh, the courts forced Pennsylvania to redistrict their U.S. congressional uh, district map in a way that basically gave the Democrats like seven seats right there. Um, so that right there, they already had seven built in. Additionally, thir- I think 30 Republicans, uh, uh, incumbent uh, uh, representatives in the House retired. So yeah. you had a lot of headwinds against the Republicans, which is why people were saying it would take basically a Republican victory for them not to lose the 23 seats to lose the house. So it was a very decided, like almost no one was seriously saying that the, the, that's why when earlier when they were saying, you know, Republicans had a four and nine chance and a three and eight chance and stuff like that of, of getting the house. I'm like, Holy crap, this is, you know, insane. Um, So I don't think anyone seriously ever thought that was going to happen because in addition to just the natural ebb and flow, like Chris was saying of uh, the cycles of the election, you also had some structural disadvantages that the Republican Party had going in. Same thing with the uh, the um, governor races. They just had they had like what thirty of the thirty of the governor's mansions. Yeah, you're gonna lose some just because the party, the country, isn't that lopsidedly Republican. So I gotta say, if if I'm someone on the right, if I'm a Republican who is soberly looking at these polls, I gotta be happy with today. Yeah, you have to be. Like so. 2010 was when the Republicans took control of the House. Yeah, took it back, yeah. Right. So 2010, Republicans took control of the House. Uh, Then people got kind of worn out on Obama, and they elected Trump. Uh, A lot of that was, you know, Hillary. A lot of it was media. A lot of so many different reasons. Um, But Trump ended up getting elected, and now you're starting to see the swing back. And I think that... I still today, right now, Trump wins re-election. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% believe it. Um, yeah. But Trump today wins re-election. The Senate could stay Republican in 2020, but the House would probably go further Democrat. I mean, that's just the way I'm seeing it happen right now today. And it also yeah, depends on who the Democrats put up. Also, since the Democrats are going to have the House, who's going to be the Speaker? Probably Nancy Pelosi. I don't think it is. Really? I don't think it is. I don't think that they do it. If they do that, put it this way. There are the the two single dumbest electoral moves that are feasible. I mean, there are many stupid things they could do. But but, uh, the two stupidest things that are still feasible within the realm of possibility that the Democratic Party could do is A, um, have Nancy Pelosi as speaker, and B have Hillary Clinton run for president again. I I don't, it's looking like both of those things are going to happen. Man, I don't know about, I I don't think Nancy Pelosi will be speaker. I think she has a better chance than Kamala Harris, but I don't think that, uh, I don't think that she is going to be speaker. I think that they are going to put somebody else in there. I don't know who I, I'm going to have to take a couple days to figure that one out. If they're smart, it'll be someone from the Midwest. Who's more of a, left-wing version of a Trump populist because yeah. because they're if they put Nancy Pelosi I just saw when I was looking at exit polling right before we started the show she's less popular than Trump is yeah she has a lopsided disadvantage because a lot of the people on the left don't like her um because they see her as an elitist and you know there's all the stories of how she manipulated minimum wage jobs to make sure that her husband's uh uh something in Guam didn't have to pay minimum wage. And there's all this stuff with her 
it's mostly her husband because her husband's rich. She uses power to, you know, keep her and her husband rich. And, um, and the voters, you know, the, the voters of the left know that. So she's not a hero to the left. And the right absolutely hates her. Nancy Pelosi is going to destroy everything and kill all of us and welcome in all of the Muslims and Mexicans who are going to murder and rape us one by one. Um, so them putting Nancy Pelosi in is about the dumbest thing I could think of. Yeah. I, I haven't, you know, followed it well enough to know who they would. Um, Chris said Tim Ryan might try for speaker. I've heard that name before, Chris. Um, I've heard that name before. And I think, I know there was someone that challenged her. Back in eight. Yeah, back in, oh. No, I think it was in 2012. I think this is, yeah, for Ohio. I think this is the guy that I was, in my mind's eye, Chris, um, that I was thinking of. There was someone that, there was some someone that had challenged her for minority leader okay in, i think gotcha. 2012 or 2014 i think no i think it was in 2014 after the election where the dems got just massacred across the board um i believe that was that the that, shellacking year what's that was that the shellacking year that was the year after that was yeah that was 2014 where the republicans won every close thing every close race they won they won Every they won a lot that were considered lean Democrat. Like they just it was they did in 2014 what a lot of people were telling me was going to happen tonight. Right. That you know Republicans were expected, except in that case Republicans were expected to win, but not like that. Yeah, and that, they just crushed it. That that was the uh, that was the year that uh, afterwards Obama came out and he goes, I don't know what you're supposed to do after a shellacking like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and I think Tim Ryan was the guy that ran against um, in Ohio. In Ohio. In Ohio. Tim Ryan run against Lucy. Uh, they're all just saying that. Yeah, Tim Ryan weighs new challenge to Pelosi again amid Democratic unrest. So yeah, yeah, I think it was I think it was Tim Ryan. So Chris, again, Chris is the real winner tonight. Chris is um, the real winner tonight. Chris is yeah, one of the Chris real ones tonight. Chris has been here since like minute one. Yeah, and he has been uh, arguably more factual than we have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he, I, a, a Tim Ryan or someone like that is definitely going to do way better. Pelosi's just a drag on the party. And you could argue, because there were people who were trying to find the silver lining to Democrats getting the House. You could argue that, especially with a Trump as president, that he can just, you know, pound on Pelosi and be like, you know, dirty Nancy or whatever he's going to end up calling her uh, is uh, is you know keeping you know corrupt Nancy if, is if he says corrupt Nancy or dirty Nancy, man, you trademark it now. Just trademark it now. Dirty Nancy is hereby the copyright of Spike Cohen and the Muddy, the Muddy Waters Muddy, of Freedom yeah. because. He could call her dirty Nancy. He could call her dirty. You said that. I was or, like, that's or, way too good. Or cor- it sounds good too, it right? Does. Dirty Nancy. Dirty Nancy. He's gonna call her Dirty Nancy. I hope to God he calls her Dirty Nancy. Anyway, Dirty Nancy is already not liked, and I could just see him pounding on her for two years and saying, you know, I'd like to get this done, but Dirty Nancy wants to, you know, keep our borders unsafe or whatever he'd say, you know. Uh, right. 
And I could see him making making her making the left make her the face of the party, even though they hate her, especially because they hate her. And and then and then and then the fact that well she's not gonna run against him for president. Um so you've just completely eclipsed the people that are actually going to run against you while simultaneously handing them an albatross that they'll have to hold on to when they do run against you. So dirty Nancy, everyone. Um, Man, Chris I, Reynolds says, go ahead. I, I, I will say that, uh, that Nelson, Bill Nelson, um, Bill, Bill, Bill Nelson, Bill Nelson, that Bill Nelson is, a he's working on a comeback. Oh, in, in the Senate race? Yeah. With 99% reporting, he is down by... This is still saying seven. by point, 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 point eight. 0.7. <laughs> okay, this is saying with 99%, he's at point eight. Yeah, I've got, I've got it at a point seven on mine, so... But... Whatever. I mean... It, either way, like I'm pretty certain they could call that. Sounds like it. It sounds with with, and again, this is one of those. Do you think he's going to now win seventy percent of the votes that are left? But but it being Florida, yeah. I wouldn't want to be the first one to call an election in Florida unless it's an absolute landslide, right? Which we actually did. We were the first ones to call that election. We were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were the first ones to call that election. Because nobody else has done it, but we did. Because no one else had the cojones right. to say with, you know, 70, I think it was at that point, 70-something reporting. It's like, hey, guys, this looks like uh, DeSantis is going to win because all that's left is the panhandle. Right. And what happened to America? DeSantis. And Rick Scott, same thing. We did the same thing with him. If Guys, if you want to know what's going to happen, if you need your finger on the pulse of American <laughs> politics... Us and Chris Reynolds, apparently. Right, us and Chris Reynolds. Us and Chris Reynolds are who you would go to. That's Chris right. says Pelosi will take credit for this win, of course. Yeah. Um, definitely she'll take credit because she is definitely... We just totally lost that. live video. What's that? We lost live video on Facebook. Oh, for God's sake. We hit four hours. Oh! Okay, we're just going to hit done on that one. <laughs> So we're still live on, on YouTube, though. Yeah, we're still live on YouTube. We're probably still live on Twitter. I don't know. Let's check Twitter. Um, oh, I didn't even check Twitter. I always forget to check Twitter. That's okay. That's funny. No, we're still live on Twitter. Um, so, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> oh, right. because you can't go more than four hours. Yeah. Well, then that's a good thing I didn't do my show live with uh, Tamon Pearson, because he would they would have cut me off. Right. So... Anyway, tomorrow, who do you have on? <laughs> this seems like a good time to, yeah, to call we it. Let's just right? call it at this point. Good. So, I mean, at this point, we know that the all the major stuff has happened. We know that the Republicans uh, are going to keep the Senate. We know that the Democrats are apparently going to take the House. Um, we know that Ted Cruz has escaped narrowly from the jaws of Beto O'Rourke. And we know that um, Florida, <laughs> we know that Florida is Florida. 
Florida did a Florida. Yeah, Florida just kind of pulled a Florida. Florida pulled a Florida. And I I mean, I don't know Georgia that well, but I, I have to think with those kinds of numbers that maybe not, maybe, maybe not, but I, I'm thinking Kemp's gonna win that. Yeah. So the the rest of this stuff um is it's important in those races, but it's not really I don't feel a need to continue to stay home <laughs> to, to try to figure I'm out so this kind tired. of stuff. I'm coming so. up on like 20, I'm 18 hours awake and that's amazing for me. And it's yeah midnight. Yeah. And I have a ton of stuff I have to do in the next 24 hours. So, so uh, who do you have on tomorrow? I have on the beautiful and talented Jason Romano. Excellent. Um, Jason Romano, who is uh, an amazing guy. In fact, I got, I'm going to go ahead and premiere that. Uh, so that it'll actually be up in case I sleep in. Right. Um, so that'll be on tonight, tomorrow at eight o'clock. Um, I will have my interview with Jason Romano. And then Thursday on the writer's block, you have Rebecca. Rebecca Bidlack. Rebecca Bidlack on Thursday. And then Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're going to have a more normal size <laughs> show. Yeah, it's not going to be four and a half hours. Not, we are not doing four hours plus on that show. Yeah. If you and, if, if you're a SoundCloud person, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. Sorry. And then next Wednesday, I am having the debate catastrophe um, <laughs> of uh, Joshua Smith, Mike Shipley, and uh, Sam Sam either Coppinger or Coppinger. I'll say Coppinger, and. And while, that will be fun. And while I'm not going to announce who, so Rebecca Bidlack is uh, Thursday, and I'm not going to announce the next two guests after that, but they, uh, they're they both wonderful guests. I'm very excited about both of them. Uh, but yeah, just be on the lookout for it. It's it's going to be uh, really, really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, we will see you soon. We yeah. hope that you enjoyed Electpocalypse 2018 <laughs> and where we're going. Oh, I was not ready. I wasn't even close. Okay, sorry. And where we're going... (laughs) We don't need roads.
there's nothing to drink, no need for restrooms, no need to sleep. I'm not gonna lie, it's terrible out here. I give anything, anything for a track, just one track, just one drink. How the hell did all my friends get 